What's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Pepper Pack Podcast. I am the random dude, Josh. And I am the Dr. Pepper teacher, Zach Bowman. And we are so glad you're here. Absolutely. So- oh, before before we get going, Zach, how was your fourth? Um, You know, it was just after my third. And it was just before my fifth. <laughs> um, I woke up today with all my fingers. So it was, it was a great day. Um, I that was such a celebrate- dad joke. Oh, I, dude, I'm a dad. I, I love it. But um, <laughs> I celebrated with one of my very rare vanilla floats out in the yard. I watched all my neighbors blow up their fireworks, and I just drank a vanilla float. And I was like, hmm, America. <laughs> America. I love How was it. your fourth, Josh? What did you it do? It was good. It's good. Uh, we actually had Dr. Pepper floats. Oh, for the same ideas. Look at that. Mine was in a can. Yours was in a glass of ice cream. Oh, yes. But my, mine was so much better because it was mine. Mm, okay. Well, you know, that's right. <laughs> so, but what uh, what fun Dr. Pepper fact do you have for us today to kick this All right. off? So, you know, in our crazy world we live in, we've been hearing this word essential a lot. And people thinking, well, I'm essential, but I might not be labeled essential, but I feel essential or I don't feel essential and I am essential type of stuff. And I was just reading through my Dr. Pepper book of knowledge. For those okay. of you, I don't know if you can see if you're just listening online, but I'll have Josh add these photos to the uh, show notes so that way you can read along with us. But um, when we talk about the liquid bite, um, it was one of the phrases that Dr. Pepper used on the slogans they had way back. Um, it says that in uh, what time period was uh, 1944, uh, we started the liquid bite by Walter H. Eddy, a PhD. Um, the, during the war, there was a shortage of items, and there was also a limited supply of many raw materials, and sugar was one of the critical items. Since sugar was used extensively in making explosive materials, it suddenly became the most critical of them all. This prompted the U.S. government to impose strict rationing of sugar and an edict to classify soft drinks, which were heavily sugar users, as non-essential. So they labeled sugary beverages as non-essential during the war because they needed the sugar for the explosives and stuff for the war. And this is what prompted, it goes on to talk about, there's pages in here that I have photos of that where Dr. Pepper then became the liquid bite to eat. And they, we had to drink a bite to eat and it was classified as a food item because of that study that they did where the blood sugar gets low at 10, 2 and 4 or 10, 32, mm-hmm. 34, 30. Because of that, Dr. Pepper was, then labeled as essential, and they were able to get the materials they needed to begin producing Dr. Pepper during the war to give the factory workers that energy they needed to produce the materials. That's amazing. I think I'm going to use that at work next time when, you know, they ever ask me, hey, uh, what what are you doing? You should get back to work. Um, I need my essential. Look it yeah, up. Um, this is essential. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured with that word being used all the time, this year it was a good good piece of information yeah no that that was fantastic um it, i mean it makes sense yeah dr pepper's well, essential. I, gotta, I gotta do something essential oh yeah there we go but speaking of essential i want to introduce our guest fellow pepper pack member and the one and only creator of this podcast logo the one the only 
Connor Clem. Connor, how are you doing Connor. today, bud? Howdy, howdy. I'm doing pretty good, guys. I'm excited to uh, sit down and, and talk to you guys. Awesome. No, we're, we're glad you're here. Uh, what what you drinking tonight? Well, I'm drinking the uh, classic Dr. Pepper made with real sugar. That is uh, oh, that one's near and dear to me. Um, growing up all the time, we'd uh, drive out to uh, Dallas and Waco and that kind of stuff, and we'd always stop in uh, Dublin, Doctor, or in Dublin, Texas, to get Dublin Dr. Pepper. It was a very, very like essential treat for us. It was like the greatest thing you could do. It if you ever get the chance and you find a Dublin Dr. Pepper, there's something about it. It's just amazing. So what what is it that that sets it apart from like the real sh- made with real sugar or the classic? Well, so like a uh, Dublin Dr Pepper, I think um, they use I lo- cane sugar. Yeah, they use pure cane sugar with all their mm-hmm. stuff, and I think it's sweeter. I think it has mm-hmm. a better um, almost uh, aftertaste. It, I think it's more distinct than what we're using on these. Uh, regular sugar cans, but it's a little um, more kick to it when you, when you taste it. Yeah. I think it, um, I think it hits you a little bit stronger than, than this stuff, but we, we used to go and get bottles and bottles all every, uh, I was once a year, we'd always stop in Dublin, Texas, go to the museum. Um, there's a few years they, I don't know if you guys know this, but Dublin used to have a, uh, a, like, I think it was like a two or three week period where they would, transform the whole town into dr pepper they would change out street signs they would put up uh, specials all going around and hmm. it was like so, a huge ordeal everybody would come into town and uh so what you're telling me is dublin is the original fansville off the dr pepper commercials actually when they sent out that survey on things that they'd like to do i use that as a reference i, yeah. I wanted them to do like a, a stadium takeover where they took an entire stadium replaced all the Dr. Pepper or all the signage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I used that as an example. And then they ended up doing the, the fansville stuff. Yeah. So I, I felt a little like, like heartstrings, like, Oh, I think they kind of saw my, my, yeah, uh, they the, yeah, I mentioned, I was like, I don't care where, but I want there to be like a meet where we can all come together. So I think they took both of our ideas and created fansville. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I like it. I like it. So, how how long have you been a member of the Pepper Pack? When did you join? What what's your story about coming into the pack? Well, um, it must have been uh, the first uh, Pick Your Pepper ad was going on, and I had sent a few messages out to some of the people in the marketing department for Dr Pepper because I wanted to send in my personal artwork because I was like, I have some amazing bottles, you know, designs and stuff that I wanted to do. And they sent me, you know, a a formal letter back that said, you know, we love the stuff that you've done before in the past. You know, this stuff that you sent us is great, but um, we're not doing that at this time. But we would like you to, you know, be part of this group that we're just starting off. So it must have been in the early, you know, first few hundred or so I'd gotten that message back. And I was like, sure, why not? They had already been using some of the uh, designs and stuff that I had sent them for their social media stuff. So I just went ahead and filled it out, and here I am today. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I love the fact that Dr. Pepper supports the members' creativity. And, and they use really, it. Like- and, yeah, and, and utilize it. And it's my understanding you've, aside from them using your social media stuff, you've been able to have your hand in some other design stuff as well yeah yeah i've done a few things like um 
like the the Dr Pepper Day stuff. You know, I had mm-hmm. sent out a bunch of um, like uh, artwork and stuff for some of the other groups. Like uh, I know the guys out in Seattle used a bunch of my stuff to do uh, banners and and meetup stuff. And so um, throughout the years, it's come and gone. You know, um, one of the first things I did was like a like a Dr Pepper with like a animated kite and, and you know a bunch of small stuff here and there. And then uh, locally. I've done a bunch of bunch of artwork for that, um, just for like uh, like the newest thing that that I'm trying to get the uh, city to get on board with is here in Lubbock. We have this place called the Cactus Theater. It's a, a it's like where Buddy Holly played back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. um, Johnny Cash, all these people way back then. Well, they have this huge mural that's on the side of the building back when it very first was built back in you know 20s whatever. Mm-hmm. And it still has this beautiful artwork that says Dr. Pepper on it. And they want to redo it. And I don't want them to redo it. I want them to put like Preserve a frame it. around it, and put new artwork on top of it. And so I'm trying to get the city to be on board with redoing all of that. So that's another ongoing project. Oh, fun. We need to do like a pepper pack stakeout and go out and like pick it six <laughs> foot apart of each other, but make a wall. Let's don't do it. I'll bring our, the don't touch your Dr. Pepper. If you're bringing that real sugar stuff, man. Yes, I, I, oh, I yeah. raise my, my drink to you on that one. Hey, hey, I got my big mug today. So what what has been maybe the one the one piece, since, since you do design a lot, what's been the one that you, every time you look back on it, you're like, yes, that one's my my absolute favorite. Because I, I know that my myself, I've designed a lot and I have those particular images that I've designed that are kind of the cream of the crop, if you will. Oh, it's like choosing a favorite child. Um, you know, we, we all do, we all do it. And let's, let's be honest. Um, I, you know, I have some passion projects that I, you know, I started, I did a, I shot out some information at Zach way back in the day about, um, I printed some, uh, some cornhole games and I built like the the actual boards itself and did all the original artwork and printed that. And that was like a really fun project because it was kind of just out there and it was, it was really fun to just get, get down and dirty and do some just real basic stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Another one I'm doing, like a one I'm doing right now is I, uh, I bought like this standing cooler. It's about like four foot tall and it houses a bunch of like, uh, like bottled drinks and stuff. Are those kind of like the ones that are in grocery stores and stuff? That's exactly where I got it from. The motor went out on it, and they were just going to chunk it. And so I brought it back. I'm in the process of redoing the uh, the motor on it, and then I'm going to skin the whole thing, brand new graphics on it, make it look like a Dr Pepper can. It'll look really sweet next to my vintage Dr Pepper machine. So it's oh, you got a vintage machine. I hate you. Yeah, I have a a 1971 (laughs) uh, Dr Pepper machine. down in Odessa, Texas, they were tearing down like an old building and they knocked down a wall and found an old office room that had been left there since forever. And there it was, the soda machine just sitting there, still plugged in. And so um guy locally brought it up to Lubbock and then he was like, I can't get it open. I don't know how to get it open. And so he's like, I'll give it to you for like 150 bucks. I'm like, okay. Don't. I'll give you 151 for it. Yeah. Well, and... What what was great is I brought it back, and I'm sitting there trying to lock the pick or pick lock it, and I pick a a dead key and I slide it in there, and it turns and I open it up, and there was a tray 
with over like $70 worth of coins left in there. And so I was like, oh, that's sweet. So you just made half your money back. Yeah. I cleaned it out. Um, I was in the process of redoing all the steel work on the inside, cleaned the engine. Everything started up perfectly. Mm-hmm. It all redid all the decals on the side and stuff. Changed out all the lighting. Works out great. So did I mention I'm not really happy with you right now? <laughs> that's, that's one of those items that like I would love to get like one of those. I don't know. It's almost like a mint green Dr. Pepper machine, like the vintage ones. Yep. I would love to just have one of those down here. The, in my basement. the one with like the little mini door that you would just open up, pull the can out after you pay. You gotta, you gotta come to Texas because there's a ton of them. I always see them all the time, and I'm always trying to buy them off people, but they want too much money for it. So. Oh, no, I, I've seen them on eBay, but they're always like a thousand dollars plus five hundred shipping, and I'm like, I'm a teacher, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, all the more reason why you should drive down to Texas. Well, no, but I, I have a little Honda Accord, so I gotta get a friend with the truck that wants to drive down with me. I got one. Okay. Well, you, find then you can drive back up to Kansas with me, and okay. I'll show you my Dr. Pepper room. I don't know if I can get it down in that basement, though. I'll find a way. <laughs> hey, I've been wanting to knock this wall out because there's furniture from the previous owner down here that they finished the basement after um, they brought furniture down. It's so now the wall impedes them like turning a couch to get it back up the stairs. Oh. But it's a comfortable couch, so I didn't care too much. But I'll find a way. <laughs> For Dr. Pepper, I'll find a way. I I feel like that's the moment where, in Zach's mind, it's, this is the way. This is what I will do. <laughs> I started a new Dr. Pepper campaign. Crack open a can. This is the way. And then all the Jedis come up. Or the, not the Jedis, the Mandalorians. Boy, the every, every Star Wars fan is going to start sending you hate mail. I know. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> as long as the Dr. Pepper people don't. Oh, giving Zach a hard time is half the fun of this show. Oh, it's all the fun. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. So, Connor, what, what else has been kind of a highlight for you for being a part of the, of the Pepper Pack? Well, you know... Um... What I loved loved about it was I, I didn't really know there was such a large... I knew there was a lot of people, especially locally, that uh, Dr. Pepper was like a Southern pride kind of thing. It was like, that's like a staple of being here. You, you drink... Part of their identity. Yeah, it's just it's just who you are. And so, uh, but it, more so for my family, it, it has been a generational thing. It's been passed down from generation to generation, grandfather to dad to me, and I'll pass it on to my kids down the road whenever I have them. And... You know, it's um, it's funny because you know you, you think about it growing up, and it's like uh, you know you had your your milk and your orange juice and your tea and Dr Pepper, and that's all you had at home. Mm-hmm. That's all you drank, and so mm-hmm. it just became part of who I was. And um, you know, uh, I guess I didn't didn't realize I was such a big fan until I started buying some things here and there, kind of you know updating my Crave Cave. So I I've just through the I year, like that. Crave cave. the crave so I cave. Got, I like that. that yeah, I got yeah. I got my own area with all my my artwork and all the, the old advertising and the old mm-hmm. products and all that stuff. So, and plus that reminds me, of, I think it was like three or four years ago. They had it, the slogan was "Dr Pepper, the one you crave." It yeah. wasn't a super popular thing, but yeah, that, I remember that. 
But yeah. So I, I mean, I'm it, still stuck on the Crave Cave. That's genius. Oh, thanks. Absolutely genius. Now, are you gonna? Do you have a graphic for that yet? Like a wave coming across? Oh yeah, I need a. I'll, I'll send you that. Okay, Josh. Yes. Yes. Please do. <laughs> and then maybe maybe we'll just encourage Zach to get that as a tattoo as well. Again, Doctor Pepper, you want to <laughs> make this happen? <laughs> I have no problem asking. Fair enough. Fair enough. So now the next big question, and I think this is now going to be a staple question for every single episode. Every single one. Every single one. Except the ones we've already done. (laughs) But for the rest. Actually, no, I think we've even asked them in all the previous. So do you prefer drinking your Dr. Pepper in can, fountain, bottle, or... In like a glass, you know, the it, it's uh, that's a tough one. You know, if I was just going to drink a straight Dr Pepper, um, I think you know, I, I typically drink from can, but um, you know, I drink this the classic Dr Pepper, and the best version of that to get is in the glass bottles. Like if you get glass bottled versions, like you can got buy like a, for those of us not in Texas with that available. Yeah, you might not be able to get it, but. When you come to Texas, yes, you'll get some. I have a whole – my whole top row on my soda machine is all all glass bottles because those are yeah. special ones. They're mm-hmm. they're really great. They're they're super good. But, COVID's um, killing my plans right now because my birthday is next month, and I was talking to my wife about going down to the museum for my birthday. But now we may not be able to. Yeah, breaks my heart. <laughs> but if I had to choose, I think – so at my house, I have a tiki bar that I've I've designed, and that's kind of like my outdoor patio area. Mm-hmm. I love back back when I was in high school and stuff. Right out of high school, I was a bartender for a little bit, and so um, you know I I love doing mixed drinks. I love doing all kinds of different concoctions with with mm-hmm. Dr Pepper, and I'm trying little things here and there. And I have like a one of my staple ones that I used to always get was a blue coconut, which I call a Hawaiian Dr Pepper. And it has like a blue Klua and, and, you know, uh, spritz of pineapple and with Dr. Pepper. And it's mm. the greatest thing. Like I would shred it with like uh, some of that, like chunk ice. It's killer, man. It's, it's the best. Ooh, that, that sounds f- absolutely fantastic. So is your, you have a Crave Cave and now you have a Tiki Bar. So is that going to be like your Crave Towner? I keep them separate because I don't want people taking my stash of Dr. Pepper, you know, they can come to the, the, you know, my tiki bar and they can have, you know, whatever drink that they're choosing. But like in my, my soda machine, I have like, you know, all the different versions and they're all their own slots. So I don't typically let people sneak in there and and get some. So what, what all do you have? Do you have it stocked with dark berry still? Still, I have, uh, still another case full of that. So, I think I have like 30 cans of that. Um, and then I have, of course, I have, you know, uh, vanilla soda. You know, I have that one. Um, float? Yeah, the float. Well, I have float. I, I think I have, I only have, that one was, re- I really like that one. So I've drink and throw most, most of mine there. Um, I can't I think believe I, you that. I think I might still have like maybe like 10 or 12 cans left. Um, I have, of course, I have these on backlog i have tons of these guys um and then of course the the normal dr pepper i have all of those fully and then 
Do I have one more? I think I might have one more. Do you have the cherry? Oh, yeah. That's what it is. I have cherry, and that's because I have, like, a big uh, fanville display. And so that mm-hmm. I, that's kind of, like, one, two that I have to have for sure. Hmm. Yeah, do you – have you had the cherry vanilla? Yeah, well, I don't have it in can for version, um, but – I mean that one's pretty old. I don't think I have cherry vanilla. Well, they still make it um, yeah. because my contact, who I won't name because I don't want her to get flooded with emails of people requesting it, um, who I, I get my vanilla float, float, float from, they sell vanilla float and the cherry vanilla year round at her place. And so I just got my order of vanilla float from her, and I'm waiting for them to get restocked with the cherry vanilla. And she's sending me a couple twelve packs mm. of that. And I might need Would to you... buy a can of dark berry off you because I want to do like a taste test day again where I get the birthday cake, the dark berry, and all my cream soda flavors and all that and just line them all up and just do a video drinking them. What you need to do also is you need to get one of those cans from the UK because they use a special sugar that's from beets and it's supposed to be like a more richer like sweet. I, I have had um, some of those before and it does taste – it is a little richer. Um, I went to Africa in 2010 on a mission trip and found some of that. And I have, I think they're empty cans from South Africa that was imported from England. And then I have a hmm. can that from Germany, Iceland, all those places. But it is tasty. It's good stuff. Boy, I, I feel like such a homebody, very landlocked, because all I've had is... The classic, the dark berry, vanilla float, and then obviously the the cream soda that I was enjoying a little bit earlier. Birthday cake. Oh yeah, Yeah. and and the icing on the cake. And have you had the berries and cream? I've never had that. I want that. It was it was such a strange time for that one, but it was good. Do we know what year that came out? I'm trying to figure out where I was. Early two thousands. It must have been. Okay. Maybe four or five. So I would have been like in if it was two thousand four, two thousand five. I would have been either like a sophomore or junior in high school. So it was, uh, and released I was just in the regular. April, so I, I just looked it up. It was released in April two thousand six, and then discontinued December two thousand seven. Okay, so that was a year after my car accident, when I was having to get my brain and everything all fixed and couldn't go anywhere by myself. That's probably why I never got it. So Dr. Pepper, help a brother out. Make me some berries and cream. (laughs) Or just make the vanilla float, you know, nationwide. You know, beggars can't be choosers. So let's say both. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I can't argue with that. Can't argue with that at all. Well, Zach, did you have any other questions for our fantastic hmm. guest here? You know, you were saying something earlier, and I thought I wanted to ask. Oh, yes, you're talking about Dublin, the Dr. Pepper. Now, I don't know if I can talk about this without getting people in trouble, but kinda do like, you know about the Kind of like Dublin? your mom got mad at you? Well, I'm not worried about my mom getting mad at me because I <laughs> told her that, uh, everyone that she gave me a fake Dr. Pepper. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I just don't want to get Doc Pepper mad at me, but do you know about the dark cherry? I believe it is from Dublin. Yeah. 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 And, and the what flavor are your thoughts is, on that. uh, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, the, the thing about that was like it, it was too much off of like the normal taste of Dr. Pepper for me, you know, um, at least some of these newer flavors, they have these like, you know, flavors that go with it or, um, you know, you have an aftertaste version of it or whatever, but yeah. it was almost too much a different soda. And I think they actually reused the same formula like setup for that, but mm-hmm. they changed. It's not, it doesn't have the official Dr. Pepper name on it. I think it's yeah, like, I think it's, it, it is dark cherry is what I was doing. Cause I have a friend who used to live in Texas and he, he was the one that told me about the dark cherry from Dublin because they're not allowed to bottle or produce the Dublin Dr. Pepper anymore. But yeah, that was a, Dublin dark was, cherry that he says tastes just like it. And I haven't had it. So I was wondering if you knew taste wise, how similar it was or. Uh, you know, it's just, there's something about it that it, it, it didn't quite taste. It's almost like their version. If they didn't know like the, the 23 flavors, it was almost like their version of how they would add it. And it was okay, but. I thought it, of something it, else I was going to ask you. But, you know, that was a big controversy in Texas was when Texas came in and told Dublin they couldn't couldn't put their name in front of their Dr. Pepper. You know, everybody was like, oh, got to go down and get you some Dublin Dr. Pepper before they change all of it. You know, mm-hmm. so that was that was a big ordeal. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Now, I was with the 4th of July going on. Dr. Pepper uh, Museum did a live video where they were doing. Mentos and Dr. Pepper, and while they're getting it set up, the that was amazing to watch. Yeah, I, I love them just falling over. That was great. They were falling over and shooting at the people. Um, but the lady who was speaking and just giving kind of a rundown of what was going on answered a few questions, and she said that there are five people. I think she said five people that actually know the twenty-three flavors, and like, I'm like, I would love. To interview those people. So Dr. Pepper Museum, I know they're not going to tell me the 23 flavors. I promise I won't ask them to tell me the 23 flavors unless they want to. But would they ever, can we know who at least one or two of those people are? Because we would love to do a show and interview and talk to them. That would be a fun show to figure out what they do, how they were in, or how they were privileged with this information. See, that would be even more entertaining to actually have that show with them at the museum. Find me out. I'll be there. Of course. Because, I mean, that that just makes sense. If we're going to be able to have that opportunity, might as well do it at the museum. Oh, yeah. But, you know, what what do I know at this point, right? (laughs) It's on your wish list. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Just going to the museum is on my wish list. Mm-hmm. You guys decide. Tell me. I'll drive down. Now, question for you, Connor. Do you mm-hmm. ever watch the uh, antique archaeology show where they go and buy stuff in like people's backyards and then they resell it at their shop? Yep. Um, I saw an episode where they went to the w- the Waco Museum, and then there was like some sort of secret factory that they went to that housed like all kinds of other stuff, like the really good things. Do you know where that factory is, and can you take me? Yeah, the uh, Dr. Pepper archive stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think you it's don't have to say the address, public. but I don't I, think it's open to the public. But yeah, I, I, I feel public. like we're, I feel like that's one of those things. If he, I, I think if he knew where that is and he told you, he'd probably have to kill you. That's all right. I know. No, where I don't. Going. I get Dr. Pepper. 
I don't want to tell them where, where it is because then they'll come and take all your stuff, Zach. You got too many good treasures. Oh, man. That's all right. I, I'll just hide in something and let them take me to the big place that has all this cool stuff. <laughs> like, I don't, I can't, I couldn't afford any of that stuff. Like, when they were just looking through, like, there's this little, like, little fan. And I'm thinking, oh, that's probably like 20 bucks. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to sell this for $300, $500. I'm like, there's a little paper fan. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow. I was like, but I would just love to walk through it and see that stuff. Like, that's the kind of things that I want to see in the museum. Oh, you'll yeah. love it. You'll love it. Yeah. Like, the Waco Museum's awesome. If you go to Dublin, like, I think you should do both of them because the Dublin Museum is more of the, uh, like, customer grade, like, stuff that they had. We're talking yeah. about. Like, one of the yeah. coolest things they had was this uh, Italian Segway, or, or, no, it was a Vespa. It was an Italian Vespa, and it had a cooler built into the into the chair it was awesome yeah. it was so cool yeah i saw we saw something like that josh when uh the um the cream soda came out right i think somebody i think i posted a picture of somebody was riding like a little bicycle it wasn't a vespa but a bicycle with two coolers in the back and had an umbrella on it mm-hmm. and they're like like those delivery drivers that drive the streets i was like i want that and i would ride that around wichita kansas and like <laughs> like get your dr pepper ice cold dr pepper over here Pull out my a, pepper. Like a like a <laughs> ice cream machine sound going on. Yeah. Oh, here comes the Dr. Pepper machine. No, dude, I would just play the I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper song. Yeah. And like there'd be kids chasing me down the street like the Walking Dead movies. It'd be creepy, but it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just created quite the visual <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> that's Especially that's as you reference the kids as zombies. Well, I just, I just see like this, like um, I said, walking. Down, I was more thinking um, World War Z, where the, the right. zombies like run super fast, like this mass of people chasing me because they want Dr Pepper. And I'm just oh, there, see, like, I was petting. I was thinking Zombieland. That that works too. That was funny. Z- Zombieland is my preference, but you know. yeah. Well, I love that movie. <laughs> well, that was this was fun. I enjoy these little shows. Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Connor, thank you again so much for joining us on the show. Uh, it's always a blast to be able to meet members of the Pepper Pack. And I know, you know, we, we've chatted with you, um, you know, since we announced that we were doing this. So glad to finally have you on the show as well. I appreciate, you know, you guys bringing me on and uh, getting to finally meet you in person. Well, not in person, but, you know, Getting to get to see you and talk to you, it's it's been an honor. And uh, you know, all I can say is that uh, you know, cheers to you guys, and don't forget to buy you some uh, Pepper Pack merch. You know, uh, help support these guys. These guys put in a lot of hard work, and you know, um, I, I want to see your T-shirts or your phone cases or anything like that. I I, I love to see my artwork. You know, be uh, used as best as possible. Or the masks. Redbubble yeah. does make masks with it, so it's the best, especially with everything going on. Got to be safe out there. So, but awesome. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up for this episode. Um, make sure to check us out on uh, on Redbubble, as Connor said, uh, where you can get your official Pepper Pack podcast merchandise: shirts, hoodies, cases, masks, you name it. Um, it's the only place that you're going to find the official merchandise and then um, make sure to follow us on social media. If you guys missed out 
on what our most recent shenanigans were. Uh, we gave away a one of the Dr. Pepper comic books signed from Zach and myself. It so was beautiful. It's absolutely fantastic. So um, definitely make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Pepper Pack Pod uh, for any f- potential future giveaways we may do because that's the plan. So uh, this has been the Random Dude Josh. And I'm the Dr. Pepper Teacher Zach. And we'll catch you guys next time. Mm-hmm.